0: So 141, in-season, strength training everyone can do. Hey folks, uh, one question I often get is how, with all the other training that athletes have to do, especially for a triathlon, how can I possibly add strength training? Uh, two other typical questions I get is how do I keep from gaining too much muscle weight and why? Well, regarding the former two questions, first... Training a couple of sessions each week won't gain you any meaningful muscle mass, especially if you're endurance training, which is largely catabolic, and so it's very hard to gain muscle mass. Now there are instances where some uh, some athletes tend to gain more muscle mass, but in general, if you structure your training right, you, you don't have to really worry about that muscle mass gain. Uh, second, and really more importantly, many of us cannot afford not to, uh, because the one consistent way to prevent injuries is strength training, and that's been shown in countless research studies at this point, especially, again, in endurance athletes who do repetitive motion at relatively low loads, what actually happens is that our threshold for injury goes down. So our bones, our muscles, our tendons, our joints, their their injury resilience uh slowly decreases over time as we do more and more repetition and so what strength training often does is it works out those areas uh those imbalances which can cause maybe uh you know a change in your technique uh you know running fatigue wise That that can really help to stave off injuries. The fewer injuries you have, the more consistent your overall progress is going to be. So missed training sessions are the leading factor to missing performance goals. Uh, So so with that in mind, uh, rather than give you a lot of detailed exercises, I want to focus really on the big picture. And here are my tips to getting that strength training done. Number one, go to the gym or have some dedicated equipment or space this could be a few kettlebells some rubber bands uh some free weights Uh, but if you're a triathlete and and this is really where it comes into play because triathletes are already stretched for time but if you're going to the pool to swim okay take the time to actually work out at the pool because a lot of the pools have gyms, even if they're small gyms. I can make a good workout out of really almost any gym. Again, if you have some dumbbells, some, some kettlebells, some free weights in there, you, you can make yourself up a good workout routine that you can get what you need um, done. But the point is, is that you're already there. If it means shortening your swim by 10 or 15 minutes to get that work done, it's well worth it. Because, again, that repetitive motion, you want to really try to undo a lot of the strain that you put on. And, again, running, cycling, swimming, they're all anterior or front of the body chain movements. And so you've really got to work on that posterior chain area or back. Number two, skip the machines. Move in multiple planes. Okay, This is particularly important, again, for endurance athletes who move in one plane of motion. Okay, they're, they're they're really not changing direction a whole lot. Uh, one of the few exceptions, or I'd say two of the few exceptions, are trail running and mountain biking. But even then, a lot of that repetitive motion is still going to be in that same plane of motion. So this is uh, going to be really essential to to be moving in multiple directions to try to get your your, your uh, you know your training in. And you can only do this if you actually use free weights or kettlebells or or, or, or dumbbells. Uh, this is also very essential if you're an off-road athlete like mountain bike uh, riding, trail running, and exterra. You absolutely need that side-to-side stability and strength to be able to function appropriately. Number three, functional training means thinking about the ability to function train for the opposite of where you normally are okay this means single and bilateral dynamic stability like single and double leg deadlifts swimmers need more overhead carries not military presses Uh, this holds true for volleyball and baseball as well you know and this is where a lot of people get into confusion because they they first emphasize more more strength more effort and when we're talking about say in in, in this case uh swimming or we could talk about throwing like pitching it's it's very similar in the fact that you gain a lot more mobility in that joint area that shoulder joint area but you don't actually develop a lot of stability and really you need that stable platform and you need to prevent injuries and military press is terrible terrible they they just exacerbate all of the over dominance of that shoulder area any runner cyclist or swimmer has to do posterior chain work as well and again I just I just mentioned this in tip one but that's doing lots of rear work uh, you know the hip work deadlift front squat um, a lot of rowing particularly horizontal rowing movements very very important number four you want to lift heavy-ish Okay, That means that you don't have to max out. You don't have to be doing uh, two reps or three reps of maximal weight, but you, you need to actually put some weight on there, okay? And so you want to do your repetitions. Uh, again, I, I really tell endurance athletes to avoid do, doing the you know, the 15, the 25, the 100 rep sets. You already do a lot of repetitive motion. You want to do fewer reps uh, and a higher weight. A good rule of thumb is that you want to pick a weight, you could lift maybe 8, maximally 15 times and then cut it by about 3 to 5 reps. Uh, I do a lot of sets, I, I do a lot of reps in my workouts but I'm usually done in about 15 minutes and that gets to number 5. Complex or cluster your exercises and keep moving. Remember you're not there to hang out, leave your phone in your bag. And combine a lot of different movements and I'll give you another example I usually go in post swim uh, you know I do some maybe some overhead stability work I do some heavy carries uh, to kind of get my body reset and ready to lift and then I'll do a set of deadlift pull-ups horizontal rows so again you see I'm doing two posterior chain exercises I might do some pushing I might do maybe uh, some type of a cable, uh, you know, pushing movement, occasionally I do some bench press, um, and then I'll do some more stability work. And when I finish that last set, I go right back into the actual deadlift. And again, I'll get 20, 25 sets done in anywhere from 15 to 25 minutes, okay? And then I'm out out the door, alright? Well, that wraps up TipCast 141 in-season strength training for you. Uh, remember, folks, if you have questions, comments, head on over to your email and email me at goonemoremile at gmail.com. That's goonemoremile at gmail.com. You can head on over to the website. As I said, it's going to be a little bit out of date, Okay, a lot bit out of date. Um, but you can still find some great information there. That's www.go1mm.com. That's go1mm.com. And as always, folks, remember always go one more mile. Later.